Hello and welcome to Clever Conversations. I am your host, the Clever Bietch, but you can call me B. If your day has got you down and you really have zero fucks to give, because, you know, most days it's like that, well, then you're in the right place. So sit back, unless, of course, you're driving, then pay the fuck attention, or listen while you get the dishes done, or however you listen to podcasts, whatever floats your boat, and let's get this party started. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Uh, see, we have te- technical difficulties right off the get-go. Hey, why not? Let's start it right. Uh, <laughs> so this is, I'm Be Your Clever Bitch, uh, here to talk tattoos today. Um, you know, it's one of those things where either you, you get one or you can't stop. I'm one of those that can't stop. Uh, and joining me today is my lovely co-host, my dear friend, uh, business owner at Tit for Tat and a tattoo enthusiast. We both run a Facebook group called Real Moms with Tattoos. So I'm hoping some of the ladies over there will be joining us today. So please give a warm welcome to my good buddy, Fluffy Duncan. Hey, girl, what's up? Hey, and thank you for having me. I am so glad you're here because I couldn't imagine starting this adventure with anybody but you. I mean, this is going to be a blast. So. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Agreed. What? Right? Like, why not? Let's just do this. So we're talking tattoos. Why not talk tattoos and moms with tattoos? Because, I mean, you're like me. We just can't, we can't get enough of these. Right, right. And, you know, um, more importantly, um, does moms have to change their tattoos when they become moms or can they just? freely just be themselves after motherhood. Absolutely. I mean, I think I didn't get tattoos till I was a mom. Um, I didn't have any when I was young. So I actually, I had a hockey player for a son who took all my fucking money for hockey sticks and <laughs> ice time and fucking this, that and camp. And you can't play hockey during the season. You have to play hockey year round. It's like a kind of all the time kind of thing. And it's really fucking right. expensive. So when Super he stopped expensive. playing hockey, right? Oh my God! Like the sound of a of a brand new stick, hockey stick breaking the first time he uses it is like this heart soul crushing sound because um, there's three hundred dollars that you just like totally wasted because I was just gonna say for. that's like three tattoos there that you could have. I know, right? Like we could compare everything to tattoos. <laughs> that's it. You totally can compare things. To t- I do actually make decisions in life. Do I want this or do I want a tattoo? That was like my mantra for the longest time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah so I get like that. And I kind of went tattoo crazy. I was, I was definitely in the, I can't stop. Where, where are you sitting with that? Well, you know, to be honest with you, um, since I'm in a whole new state, tattoos are a little different for me these days because I'm in Wisconsin currently, and I still don't know anybody here, so I actually have to pay full price for my tattoos now. It's pretty fucking ridiculous, to be honest. When I was in California, I had plenty of tattoo shop owners, and I would spend, um, you know, my teenage teenage days um, in shops in California, which is when... My teen, my my tattoos uh, venture had begun. Now I'll tell you, I got my first tattoo 
when I was 16 in a garage in Fremont, California, by a dude that just got out of prison, sharpened guitar string in a fake-ass homemade tattoo gun. It was oh like 90 degrees. I swear to God, it was horrible. It was like 90 degrees. We were in a garage. I was sitting next to a dryer. I was getting a butterfly with my stupid-ass ex-boyfriend's name on my oh. right lower bottom of my hip. Now, I'll tell you, my first experience was just fucking horrendous because, again, it was a sharpened guitar string. <laughs> so, needless to say, halfway through the tattoo, and, you know, right at that bottom of the hip right there is not really some place that you want to go for your first experience as a tattoo because it hurts so fucking much, but I ended up passing out because of the heat next to the dryer, um, falling with my face in a dog dish of water. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> so I I went ahead and finished the tattoo. I woke up. I was fine. They gave me water, whatever. It was it was pretty embarrassing because there was a whole garage full of people. But um, needless to say, uh, I had that covered up. And most of my tattoos that I've received when I was younger because, you know, I don't feel like you really know what style of tattoo you want until you're actually older um, you've gone through life experiences, you know, at least for me, because you know, I'm very spiritual. So now all of my tattoos, even cover-ups, are more spiritual than they were um, when I was just picking shit off the wall. You know what I mean? Because when you're young, you just think, yeah, the flashcards on the wall, kind of what we had to choose from, right, when we were getting tattoos at a much younger age. I don't want to age us, but we are pretty fucking old. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like the styles are different now. My 16 year old daughter yeah. wants to get a tattoo and I almost went to a shop to go get her a tattoo. Cause I don't want her to do the same thing that I did because I have many tattoos that need to be covered or have already been covered. Um, yep. So I tried to take her into a shop here in Wisconsin and um, unfortunately they changed the law. So you have to be 18, not even with a parent's consent. You have to be 18 to put a tattoo on your body. So I think that's a smart deal though. I mean, the the dumb shit I see kids doing with tattoos and like you said, most of them are doing them with scratchers, not with real yep. tattoo shops and stuff and they're just right. saying crap that when they look back even 10 years later they'll be like, "Oh shit, what did I put on myself?" Yeah, because her friend has a tattoo gun here and she decided that she was going to spend the night at her house. And I saw her walking around with this fucking Band-Aid on her shoulder for, like, like three weeks. And I didn't really think anything of it. I thought it was just something maybe, um, I don't know, whatever 16-year-olds do these days. You know what I mean? So my fiancé actually asked her what the fuck she had underneath her tattoo, I mean, underneath the Band-Aid. And she finally took it off. And it was supposed to be, like, this infinity sign in pink. And I mean, the line work was pretty decent. It's smaller than a dime, but I'm like, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Cause now you're going to have to cover that tattoo up. Now you're going to have to wait until you're old enough to get this fucking tattoo covered up. Right. And then she shows me another one on her stomach that she got. It says, it's supposed to say seven, seven, seven. Now the funny thing is, that one is more jacked up than the other one is, but it's actually hidden. You know what I mean? So now I'm like, okay, so now you're going to have to get a bigger tattoo on your stomach when you get older. So this is the reason why I keep telling you 
please don't allow some janky-ass person to put a fucking tattoo on you because then you're going to have to cover it when you're getting older. Now, look at me. Look at what I, I'm going through right now. You know what I mean? I just recently got this amazing-ass tattoo on my hand that covered up um, a handcuff that I had um, been forced to get on me. That's a whole different topic, a whole different subject. Um, in any case, I've gotten so many covers up. And the, the other the other really important thing is when you're getting a cover-up, you don't really know if the artist is going to be good at covering something because it's so dark, you know, um, yes. for this one past experience. I'm, I'm like this person that gives people chances, right? You can't learn as an entrepreneur or a skills tra- skill trademen unless you have practice. So I decided to allow this artist to cover up something on my shoulder. Now, I'm vain as fuck. I'm, I'm a cute girl. I like to show off all my tattoos, but what this yep. bitch did to my front of my shoulder is so embarrassing that no other tattoo artist will touch it because it's like oh. mostly black, right? So, so I keep trying to tell my daughter, shit. yeah, it's it's so fucked up. I swear, I keep trying to tell my daughter, like, you're gonna get a cover up, you're gonna have to get a cover up, but you don't even know if that cover up is gonna be good. Now let me just go back to the fucking butterfly on my hip. It was a butterfly. It was scarred the fuck up. It was my old yep. boyfriend's name. And then my, and this is all like 16, 17, 18 years old, right? So I have this, and he's very critically acclaimed now. But back in the day, he was learning how to do dragons. And so I showed him this fucking tattoo of this butterfly. And he's like, okay, come to my house. Let me give you a, uh, a birthday present for your tattoo. Cool. He's going to give it, he's going to cover it. This fucking one-and-a-half-inch butterfly tattoo has now turned into a 12-and-a-half-inch ugly fucking dragon on my back that has, like, five different faces that, again, no artist wants to touch to cover it up. Yep, that's what happens. You you get stuff. And then if you do get a cover-up, mind you, you have to be really clear on whether or not they're going to be able to cover it completely because I've seen we'll talk about janky tattoos some cover-ups where I can clearly, clearly see what it's on top of. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but that's not what what I would consider a cover-up. So you really got to make sure that the artists that you work with, I mean, yeah, they might be really skilled now, but if you're getting them back in their beginner stages, I mean, they do make stuff that you can practice on that's not human skin. (laughs) But you won't never know until you try it. Yep. Absolutely. Because you might be walking around like me with fucked up tattoos. You know, I've got like two armfuls of beautiful tattoos and then like three tattoos that are very visible that are just fucked up. Like, what are you, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I can't get it removed because it's like 12 inches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not tiny at all. That's ridiculously huge. But, you know, the number one thing we all, we all need to learn and we all need to tell people, hey, do not under any circumstances put someone's name on you like oh shut up please (laughs) do more to cover (laughs) come on don't do it just please my my way of thinking though yeah no wait my way of thinking though is you can always get it covered (laughs) (laughs) yes it might not be a good cover-up fuck the tattoos on the on the guy's names or the woman's name if you're a guy don't get your woman's name tattooed on you because that shit don't last. 
I mean, mine I actually know. did. Oh, listen, he he surprised me. He surprised me one day, not my current one, but my my ex ex husband. He surprised me one day by coming home with um my my name tattooed big in the back of his arm, right? Because right? the weekend prior, we were on the motorcycle, and he was like, "Hey, let's stop at this tattoo place, and you can get my name. It's two letters." I'm like, "Fuck it, let's go." I was drunk as hell. We went in. I got his name. Uh, I'm like, okay, I'll get the name. I can easily get it covered since it's just T-Y, or I could say that means thank you. I don't give a fuck. But he surprised <laughs> me the week after with my name going down the back of his arm, but in Chinese, not Chinese characters, but Chinese-styled English letters, right? I mean, what? he obviously got that covered up real fast before I, when oh, yeah. I left his ass, but... <laughs> but you should never do that. I'm not going to do that anymore ever. Yeah, you can't. You just can't do that. And you can't get, you can't get, tat- most places won't tattoo you if you're drunk, actually. Um, they're pretty good. Well, I don't know about like Vegas, not, not that I'm picking on Vegas, love Vegas, but like some of, you know, in the bigger cities, let's just say that um, they might yeah. be a little more lax on certain things. But around here, I know like you can't be drinking. So it, Oh, this was, I mean, girl, listen, again, this was way, (laughs) this was like 15 years ago, you know what I mean? Things have changed these days. I mean, look, you can even get fucking numbing shit on your tattoo. Like, what's the fun of that? I know that. Now, what's up with that? Because I've never used that. Like, I have, I don't even know how many tattoos I have, but uh, I never used anything numbing for it. Is it, does it work? Is it good? Would you recommend it? Okay, so I would... Well, I went and got my eyebrows redone out here in Madison, and um, it was the second time the second time um, I had actually gotten my eyebrows done. Now, the first time, I didn't have any numbing cream, so I didn't even give a shit. You know what I mean? For me personally, the tattoo pain is the enjoyment of actually getting this beautiful piece on your body. So I want the fucking pain. I want to feel it. I want to vibrate. I want all of that shit, right? So... When I went to go get my um, eyebrows done, I went to um, a cosmetology school, basically, for, for tattoos, and they started putting this numbing cream on me, and I'm like, no, I don't need that, and they're like, no, I'm sorry, this is what we do for our services, we're teaching our students how to do it, I'm like, okay, fuck it, go ahead, fine, she put the fucking tattoo stuff, I mean, the numbing stuff on, and next thing I know, we're done, the tattoo is yeah. over, I'm like, I didn't feel shit to be honest with you now my mom my mom i love her to pieces she's going to be like 70 years old every time i get a tattoo now she gets a tattoo so and then when i got a piercing she got a piercing she's just the oh, cutest mom. Shit. yeah crap. i swear we're like in competition she's like 411 cute as shit i told my tattoo guy that um my mom's gonna see this tattoo and she's gonna book you out and that's exactly what happened she's got three appointments now scheduled so a month and a half after I got my tattoo on my eyebrows, she went and got her tattooed eyebrows too. And they put the numbing stuff on there, and she thought it was the greatest fucking thing in the world. She's like, oh, I wonder if the new tattoo studio is going to have this numbing stuff. I'm like, Mom, first of all, they charge you a lot of money for the numbing stuff when you're at a tattoo shop. And second of all, it's really not a good idea to get it because when I talked to my artist who was doing my last tattoo, he said um, they charge a lot of money. You got to, like, put it on, leave it sit, wait, and then put it on again halfway through, leave it sit, wait. You know what I mean? 
And yeah. for, for for me, again, I was just talking so much shit about getting numbing stuff when you're getting a tattoo because, again, what is the point if you're not going to go through the pain? It's pretty fucked exactly. up. You know what I mean? And they all hurt. Like, how many how many times have you had somebody ask you, does that hurt? Does, did that one hurt? Like, which yeah, exactly. One like, and I'm like, they all fucking hurt. Listen, they all fucking hurt, okay? It's a needle going into your skin. Now, how much can you yeah. can take of that? It just depends. It depends on where the tattoo is and how much exactly. fill they're doing. Like, if it's got a lot of fill in it, I don't know. Worse for me, like, the easiest for me was my ear. that I could barely feel. It did hurt, obviously, but not that, yeah. not very bad at all. But that underneath my arm, like, not not my forearm, but, like, close to the armpit, you know, that, that really oh, sensitive. Oh, fuck that. I that would never. Spot, you know that spot where, like, your brother or sister would come up and, like, pinch you yes. just to fuck with yes. you when you were a kid? Like, yes. okay, so It's where your that, fat roll is for your underarm. <laughs> yes, it really, really hurts. Like, I was having a, I have a dagger. Like, it's like, I have, my right arm is full, is a full sleeve with armor. And so, like, I have a dagger, yes. like, tucked underneath it, underneath the armor, whatever. It's all fucked up because... Like, I couldn't just pull, like, say it was real, I couldn't pull the dagger out because it's strapped in, so it was put, done wrong, but whatever. It's another story. Um, but, man, he was, like, doing the bottom part of it, and I thought he was, like, way up in there and, like, really finishing it. And we hadn't even started. Yeah. I'm like, I am so fucked on this one. So I was trying yeah. to, that was, that was pain. That's some pain right there. So Yeah, I won't even attempt those spots. I, I really won't. I mean, I, they look beautiful, They but I would definitely... Um, a go for the numbing stuff if I was brave right. enough to do that yeah. shit there, well, but you know, close to the spine, the collarbone. Um, absolutely. Yeah, there's some. Yeah, your that, tattoos like, are the, bigger. Yeah, they're everywhere. I think I have like, I said, well, okay, so when do we stop counting tattoos? Like, that's one of the things that, like, so I know I went in 50 times. Like, that's how many tattoos I have. So. <laughs> But, like, on my sleeve, that's, like, three sessions. So that wasn't, like, all done at one time. That was three sessions right. to go in. So, like. Yeah, because then if you, you think about it, like, how how do you differentiate when a tattoo is completed? Because to be honest with you, I've gone in many times, but I have two specific upper sleeves. So So realistically, I only have six tattoos. But these right. six tattoos cover up half my arm. So at which point yeah. is that more than one tattoo? See, I don't. At that point, it's the sleeve. Like you know what I mean. Like it's like I have a bunch of stuff underneath exactly. the sleeve, but I have it from shoulder all the way from my shoulder down to my fingertips. Um, which right. is another question I wanted to ask you. So where do you sit on uh, face tattoos and hand tattoos? So I actually got um, finger tattoos um, maybe last year or so, and I got my business name, Tit for Tat, on my middle fingers, and I got a fucking mustache on my right pointer finger, and they didn't stay. So now I have a quarter of a stash, a letter four, yep. tat, and I don't even honestly know what the fuck my other pointer finger says. I don't know what I got on there. But um, I have heard that hand tattoos and face tattoos, or actually just hand tattoos, let's start with that, they, they don't last long. Now, I have one on my wrist. Um, 
and I just got this one on my wrist last year, and I noticed the fade on it already that I'm going to okay. have to get it touched up. And this dude had moved to Florida, so I'm going to have to go to his other shop. But the tattoos on your face, now I can only speak for eyebrows. Um, the eyebrows lasted, I would say, because I was in California and I was a biker, and so I was constantly in the sun. And I'm I'm the most stubborn person um, when it comes to taking care of my face, my, myself, especially like moisturizer and sunscreen and shit. I just don't do it. I'm Polynesian. I don't do it. I should have done it because the tattoos only lasted like a year and a half on my eyebrows. And then I would say after three years, they completely just dissipated. So when I went again this time, it was probably six years after I got my first tattoo. So I'm starting to take better care of them on my face, the sunscreen and whatnot. But I don't, I think that they, it just is different for different people, whether they last longer or whether they go away faster. It just all pertains to your skin, like how well it holds ink. Because, you know, a lot of people, they don't hold ink very well. Some people hold darker. Some people hold colors. Some people just don't hold anything. I've got white yep. ink on me that I've gotten 20 years ago that is still white as hell. Yep. And that, I, I that's not, I've got yellows and oranges, and they're still bright. You know what I mean? So my skin holds tattoo ink very well. I just got to kind of take care of it. Now let's talk about right. that real quick. The aftercare of tattoos. I've never done shit to my tattoos. I've never took any special care with them. You know what I mean? The only thing I ever did was when it started crusting up and itching, I would put some aquaphor in it. That's it. Nothing else. Okay. So when I went to go get this new tattoo, I was hearing about this sheet called Sanoderm that you put over your tattoo. Okay. So he put it on my tattoo and he says, leave it on there for three to five days or no longer than a week. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, this thing's called Sanoderm. Basically what it is, it's like a healing sheet that has all of the necessary ointments or whatever medications or whatever you want to call it um, in this sheet. And it bubbles up when it starts healing. You know how you get that ooey gooey, the oozy shit that comes out before the scab, right? So if they put this sheet on it, um, and it just sits on your skin for, like I said, three to five days. And then when you take it off, the shit looks brand new. So I've got my my tattoo on my birthday, September 10th, and had that Sanoderm sheet on. um, And when I pulled it off, the difference of the healing opposed to not doing anything to it or like the old school healing methods, whatever you want to say is phenomenal. It's just, my tattoo looks brand fucking new. It looked like it just got the ink in it and that nice. you're waiting for it to scab. It's beautiful. Yep. And I, I would not do any more tattoos without this Sanoderm thing. And they've come along but, with a lot of those products. Yeah. But, but let me tell you, I, I don't like the healing process after you take the Sanoderm off because it just is very unnatural to me. The tattoo is already healed, right? But yep. you're getting the itchy effects of how it would be if it was scabbed over. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah, yeah. So you're you're constantly itching this tattoo that's already healed. And it's weird because it's healed already. You know what I mean? So you're like, you can actually scratch the fucking thing if you want to. Scratch it off to your little heart's content because it's healed. No, no, don't do that. 
still don't scratch it. No, I don't. I haven't. Look, I didn't. I didn't. But it just, it makes it feel, I don't know, like, like, imagine, imagine if you go to the tanning studio too much, right, and your skin is kind of leathery from, from all the years of baking in the sun. Um, I feel like that's what it feels like, the tattoo still to this day. Like, there's something unnatural about the way that it feels for my skin. It doesn't feel skinnish. It feels leathery-ish, kind of. Yeah, I get I get that. Um, I think I get that too. Just when my skin needs to exfoliate more, but you don't want to. Yeah. I want to do anything to it with brand new tattoo like that. But um, right. You know, I was going to ask you. So now I know the tattoo you're talking about. I love it. You showed me the design before you got it. Um, it's absolutely yeah. gorgeous. But there's something more than it just being a cover up for you. Um, what, oh, what is my rebirth tattoo. tattoo. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, so the handcuff was um, a forced tattoo of my ex-husband's name, who's not really my ex-husband yet, but I do consider him that because he's a piece of shit. But um, (laughs) it was a tattoo that I felt like I was involved in this domestic violence situation, which I was so happy to escape from. And this meaning of this tattoo, I got a – it's a kabuki warrior tattoo. that I got that is the rebirth of my own soul. And she, it's a Hanya mask, um, but it's me. So I got myself as a Hanya mask to cover the tattoo of my ex-husband's name. Um, and the Hanya mask is a story of this woman who was scorned by her husband because she loved her husband so dearly and he mistreated her, cheated on her, beat the shit out of her. He did all kinds of um, abusive things to her. And she finally got so fed up with it she became this evil ass monster and she like killed him and like went over went after like these women and you know for everybody who cheats she's like that protector god goddess of of basically her sanity of being so in love with this person right but when you're so in love with somebody like that you lose yourself completely and this for me is the rebirth of my growth because after that whole situation um, I am the best person and the best version of myself now, and this tattoo has significant meaning. And to be honest with you, up until about four years ago, um, when all of this stuff finally happened, um, all the tattoos that I wanted were always different in my brain of what I wanted to get. And now that I have this rebirth and this re uh, reborn person of my soul, the spirituality that comes with the pieces that I'm choosing now is just so different. You know, now they all mean something. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. That's why I tried to tell my daughter, yeah, when she's 16, please don't get anything because you're not going to be the same person in five years. No. You're not going to be oh, the same person not. in yeah. 10 years. That's right. I mean, and you, especially now with you, because speaking of all that spirituality, that's kind of poured, like, it, it's just grown and developed, and it spills into everything that you're doing now with Tit for Tad and all of the artwork yeah. that you're doing there. Um, I mean, I can yeah. see some of those designs would actually transfer great into a tattoo, by the way, that heart um, would be just incredible. Um, I would love Thank everyone you. to check out Buffy's uh Facebook page, Tip for Tat, under groups. Um, you can see all of her amazing, amazing uh, wire work, and just her artwork is incredible. That's been really powerful for you, hasn't it? It has. It has. And, you know, again, I have lacked self-esteem and confidence since I was, 
you know, a young child. I've been I've been pretty much abused or, or mistreated since I was five all the way up. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm kind of like, um, this is my rebirth. Like, I love myself now. I know that everything that happened in my past before um, had really nothing to do with me. And that's something that takes a lot for someone to realize. And so through my creations of Tit for Tat um, and just being able to work with people spiritually um, on, on things that they need help with um, has just made me grow so much as a person. And it's just, it's, it's empowering for me. And so every spiritual tattoo that I get on my body, which obviously I've gotten my logo, which means breathe, um, because yeah. you start with life breathing and you end life with stopping breathing. So it's the full cycle. You know what I mean? And I didn't know any it's of this beautiful. stuff until I became spiritually aware. Thank you. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Well, I'm going to have to end our show, our show today already. I can't believe how fast that went by. Thank it was so, so much, much fun. Buffy. Yes, it was a blast. It was a blast. I got to give a quick shout out to my girl, Tony, uh, just to say hi. I told her that I would. But thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. We will see you again soon. Hey, thank you all for joining me today. I hope you had as much fun as I did and maybe learned a few things along the way, too. A big, huge thank you to my co-host for joining me today. For more information, you can check the links in the description of this podcast. I'll be back next week with more joy, love, and laughter. And until then, I would be honored if you'd give me a like. And if you're so inclined, even a follow. You can join me over on my Patreon page for Monday Morning Coffee, where I share some really fucking deep thoughts on the week ahead. Plus, you can become part of my community and win some fun prizes for me as well. Thanks again for listening. And remember, find some joy and laughter today. Ciao.